So the Warriors are getting Chris Paul, and the Jordan Poole era is over. Yeah, that's a seismic uh, transaction, and Larry Kruger and I are going to break down next. This is an emergency edition of Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, which you're watching right now. If you're watching the live version, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow Larry Kruger, host of the ever popular Krug Show on Twitter at SportsLarryK, where he's covering all aspects of barrier sports, not just the Golden State Warriors. But right now, the Warriors are in the news for a crazy reason. I think a lot of us were hoping for a trade. We got it. Whether or not it's a trade, Dub Nation wanted. That's what we're going to talk about. But just to break it down uh, before I throw it to you, Larry, and get your thoughts on this, the Warriors get Chris Paul, 38-year-old Chris Paul, and in return, they give up to the Washington Wizards, Jordan Poole, Ryan Rollins, a, a player who the team spent a million dollars to to move up six spots, I believe, in the draft last year in the second round, a 2030 top 20 protected first-round pick, and a 2027 second round pick the Warriors have Chris Paul they no longer have Jordan Poole Kruger great to see you my man how are you doing and your immediate reaction to this insane trade well it's it's a it's a trade where it requires you to to know the backstory because if there's if you just watch that you look at the trade you're like what that's a terrible trade you're trading a 24 year old guard and I didn't even know Ryan Rollins was part of the deal, uh, but I like Ryan Rollins' future. So you're yeah. trading, you know, two young guards, one who was averaged 20 a game in the NBA, who's 24 years old, and a future number one and a future number two for a 38-year-old point guard. On the surface, it looks terrible, terrible. <laughs> but when you go and examine it deeper and you look at all the different tentacles on this thing, it's actually a phenomenal deal. Um, and let's just go through it. One, I believe when Draymond Green opted out that he leveraged this thing, that he basically said, you know what? It's me or him and the Warriors. And then Steve Kerr added to that by saying, if we don't have Draymond, we can't win a title. And I don't know that they can win a title even with Draymond, but I agree with Kerr's assessment that they can't win a title without him. So Kerr and Green leveraged Jordan Poole out of town. Mm -hmm. There's no question in my mind about that. That's one. Two, the first round pick that they get. Real quick, real quick. uh, I, uh, am I, from what, I don't, I can't give away too much here, but what you're saying about Draymond is correct. Continue on. That's all I got to say. It's correct. Continue on. (laughs) Well, and and it makes sense. It's like, you know, um, and then there is the draft pick. The draft pick, the fr- the future first is top twenty protected, so it's really only going to go if if it's if it's you know between twenty and thirty. So you're in in a draft, 
you know, who knows who will be there available, but it's that, that's seven not seven years from now. Yeah. Seven years from now. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a long time from now. And it's, it's, it's going to be a late first round pick. If it, go, if it's, if it's transferred at all, that's one, um, two, there's the warriors were broken chemistry wise and broken cap wise. And this solves both problems. Number three, Chris Paul has the kind of deal where, and I was talking to John Dickinson from 95-7 The Game, okay. that, and he explained this to me um, by basically saying that Chris Paul has um, an option for the 2024-2025 season where his slot is $30 million, but it's fully non-guaranteed. Correct. So you can deal him a year from now for a $30 million player, and the team that gets Paul can cut him for nothing. I didn't think so, about that. So it's like a that, trade exception, basically. You can get something back for him a year from now. Yes, yeah, so, and also, so in, in other right. words, there were a lot of people dreaming of turning Jordan Poole into a Siakam or a big-time player. The Warriors didn't bypass that altogether. They just deferred it for a year. Right. So, so then also it saves Joe Lacob hundreds of, probably over, maybe close to $150 million. Um, it's going to save him a ton of money. Plus, I think Draymond Green... I would say now is likely to come back for oh, yeah. three for three years at seventy five million instead of three years at twenty five million at seventy five instead of three years at ninety. And when you fi- factor in the repeater tax and the penalties, that's saving Joe millions and millions and millions. Um, so this is a nightmare if Draymond leaves. Oh yeah, yeah, he's not. I mean, he's he's not going. Yeah, this to me is an indication that um, Draymond's staying which ex- means that the dynasty is not over, which is a major thing. The other factor is we don't know what the Draymond leaving Domino would have done to Steve Kerr. And oh. we don't know what the Draymond leaving Domino would have done for, wait for it, Steph Curry. And I don't, Curry's not the kind of guy who plays the heavy publicly, but behind the scenes, who knows? He might've told them, look, Draymond leaves, send me to Charlotte. Or Draymond leaves, and I I, I kind of want out. Uh, Draymond leaves, and I'm not going to be happy. Any of those things would make you want to keep Draymond there. Then you've got Jordan Poole, who is it was a, had value, but as soon as they gave him that ridiculous contract that was millions more than he was worth, they immediately devalued him, and he was a broken player. Jordan Poole's game is to beat people off the dribble draw fouls, go to the line, and make free throws. Mm -hmm. Except there's a problem. He's too soft of a player to take the contact, so he doesn't want to drive. And he's got a terrible relationship with the referees. So he's (laughs) this parade to the line is never going to happen. And then he's fallen in love with being Steph Curry light, so he wants to take heat check threes from 32 feet out. And he shot 25% from three in in the playoffs and shot him out of it. He also took four free throws in the Lakers series in the entire series, four free throws. Right. So he, Jordan Poole was an overpaid guy who was broken as a basketball player and was ruining the Warriors chemistry and preventing Draymond Green from probably coming back. Now Green's coming back. The other thing is when George, when Poole or when Green and, and uh, Kerr got together and basically decided that, you know, Kerr basically said, Hey, these guys are pouting and um, they're unprofessional. I think that was a message to Poole and Kuminga. And then when Dunleavy talked about the draft, he said, what are you looking for? We're looking for guys who know how to play basketball. Um, 
I think that's a knock at Kuminga. I fully expect Kuminga to be moved tonight or to maybe to Indiana for their lottery pick. And I think the Warriors with that pick will take Grady Dick or Jordan Hawkins. At 19, I think they'll take uh, the kid from Belmont, uh, Ben Shepard. And Ben Shepard is exactly what they're looking for. He was a four-year player. He's a senior, but he's only 21. And he's a very polished player, and he showed it in Chicago um, at the pre-draft. He lit up those 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 workouts and those scrimmages. So at the end of the day, if this trade is not just Paul for you know Rollins and Poole and two picks, if it's really if it's it's really Paul and Green and a happy Curry and a happy yeah. Kerr, and then you can replace. Uh, pool with guys like maybe Grady Dick or Jordan Hawkins or Ben Shepard or CD Sissoko, or there's a lot of good two guards. Um, I actually think the Warriors may win out. I think it, I think it may be, it extends their championship window, even though today, and as we're sitting here, I don't think they're going to go win another title, but, um, you know, I do like the idea of adding Chris Paul. I think you're a, I think you'll be less reckless with the ball. I think you're got a now a number, you know, you've Jordan Poole's a combo guard, right? He's a part point guard, part two guard. Right. So they replaced the point guard with Paul. And now I think tonight is going to be about replacing Jordan Poole, the two guard. And though, and then also, you know, if it's if it's me, I could see Kuminga maybe going either to Indiana for like Duarte yep. in that pick, yep. or I could see him going to Dallas for JaVale McGee in that pick. And if you added McGee, who's a desperately needed piece, a front court veteran that knows yes. your system, who fits in with your guys um, to to the mix, and you could get Grady Dick at 10. Now, I don't know, because I know Dallas loves Lively, and they may want to go Lively at 10. But I would make either of those trades. I would take Duarte in that pick at 6 or 7, wherever Indiana picks, and take Grady Dick or Jordan Hawkins there. And I would take Dallas's 10th pick and McGee and take one of those two guys I just said right there as well. And I like that team more than I like the Jordan Poole Kuminga team. Now, I don't, I'm not in a rush to get rid of Kuminga. I love Kuminga. Um, I think Kuminga is going to be really, really good potentially. But Kerr sent a loud message with how he benched him in the playoffs yep. that he doesn't feel like he can play. And the Warriors system is about body movement, ball movement, and playing off the ball. The other guy I could see at 19, if they go Grady Dick or Jordan Hawkins at in, you know, with a pick from Kuminga at, you know, in the lottery, I could see them going with Chris Murray, Keegan Murray's brother at 19, who's a combo forward with a beautiful shot, lefty. So I think at the end of the day, Dunleavy's desire to get smarter and guys who know how to play basketball will be achieved. Paul will knows obviously knows how to play. He'll make them smarter. You'll see Steph off the ball. And I also think you'll see them add some young players that have more developed skill than Kuminga. And I think the net, the net net of all this by the end of the night, I think will be positive. And, and of course the big factor for Joe Lacob is, you know, the league CBA now is, as is very punitive mm-hmm. on the repeater tax. He's going to save $150 million. And that's not nothing. And also they're going to reset after the horrendous contract and they're going to be able to, you know, at some point use the mid-level and at some point, you know, some of those holes that avenues the Warriors have been able to improve in the past, 
I, I, you know, the new CBA kind of eradicates a lot of those avenues. And I think this gives them more flexibility. It gives them, it extends their window. It improves their, their chemistry, their basketball um, skill and intellect. I think overall, as much as I don't like it when first blush, I love it. The more I, more I looked into it. Uh, we're going to have a lot more in just a moment uh, with Larry Kruger. Again, just uh, in case you're joining us late or you've been living under a rock this morning, early afternoon, uh, the Golden State Warriors have traded Jordan Poole, Ryan Rollins, a 2030 top 20 protected first round pick and a 2027 second rounder to the Washington Wizards. They get back Chris Paul. Uh, they get the backup point guard they've been wanting for years. So we're going to break this down a lot more after I give some love to uh, one of our uh, longtime sponsors, and that's BetterHelp. Let me get that overlay here. Uh, if I have it, I do. So, Larry, what are your thoughts on mental health? I, I, I'm, I'm firmly against any stigma regarding people seeking out mental health. Do you agree with that? What are your thoughts on on seeking help for your for your mind? Always a positive. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a big part of it, um, you know, and you see a lot of, unfortunately, people that probably should be in psychiatric wards walking the streets and, I think we, you know you can sit there and close your eye, close your eyes, but we're all tied to uh, the world that we live in, and we all have a vested interest in making sure that people that uh, that need better mental health are getting help. And so I'm all for uh, the people that need help getting help. Absolutely, absolutely, I, and and it, and it could be anything from little things. I mean, look, if you're a Warriors fan, maybe this trade puts you over the edge. If you're just struggling in life, if you have weird little quirks or issues, like OCD, that's kind of, you know, going out of control, if you're battling depression, whatever it is, uh, there is help for you out there. And this episode today is, is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at better, betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA and get on your way to being your best self. And, and the, one of the many things that's beautiful about BetterHelp is it's online. So you could do it at your convenience. You can change your therapist if you're not happy. So many incredible resources that are available for you uh, for your mental health with BetterHelp. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash NBA. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, uh, Locked On's NBA Mock Draft Special is here tonight, and it's bigger than ever. Follow along the entire first round in a six-episode Ultimate Mock Draft experience only Locked On can can deliver. My partner in crime on this program, Kylan Mills, will be hosting it. I'll be going on after the Warriors pick. All episodes available now on Locked On NBA Big Board regarding the Mock Draft. And again, tonight, make sure to check out Locked On NBA for their coverage. In the meantime, follow Larry Kruger and and everything he's providing in terms of resources, information, and entertainment on Twitter for free at SportsLarryK. Larry, one of the things that – here's what I saw from this trade right off the bat. I saw the Warriors getting away from an ugly contract. I mean, that Jordan Poole deal was awful. Uh, Even if you take away the incentives, he was going to get approximately $127 million over the next four four years – and the Wizards have that. I, I think a lot of us have been joking around that the only team that you could have unloaded that contract to was the Washington Wizards. And so surprise, surprise, that's where he ends up. I personally would have wished they would have gotten back a player like Chris Stapps Porzingis. Um, I, I, you know, Chris Paul is not someone that necessarily excites me. 
but it makes sense for this reason. The Warriors for years have been desperate for a veteran backup point guard. They were going after Gordon Drogic for I don't know how many years. They were going after Patty Mills. Uh, they even wanted Kevin Pritchard last year. I mean, like, it's, and I don't know if he's a, a traditional point guard or maybe he fits his bill, but I mean, look, Kerr's so desperate for backup point guard. We were seeing Ty Jerome playing significant minutes, which drove me insane. So there's no doubt that this is what Kerr's wanted for a long time. He's wanted a veteran point guard, someone who can, who can calm things down on the floor, a floor general, if you will, and he got it in Chris Paul. Um, if he stays healthy, I love the trade. That's obviously the big what if here, right? You're getting much older. Uh, this doesn't solve your size issues. I was on your show last night, and, uh, and, and and I'll still say then say now what I said then, which is that this trade does not make you a championship contender. I don't think it hurts. I think it helps because you're getting better defensively. You're getting uh, someone who's going to buy in, uh, fit that team role, uh, undoubtedly help team chemistry, which is a massively huge variable for this Golden State Warriors team and their dynasty. Uh, like you said, and I wholeheartedly agree with you, I, I would not consider that like in a window or speculation. It's it's the Draymond Green factor is real. He's going to stay now and he's going to be happy in the process. So you're getting a lot more cohesiveness. You're boosting team morale. Um, I don't I, I don't dislike this trade, but uh, if this is all you do, it's not enough. I, I think that's safe to say. Like, you, you, do you really believe, by the way, that Jonathan Kamiga is going to get dealt tonight? Is that speculation? Are you hearing things? Like, what's what's going on there? I do, I do. I think that, um, and I love, I love him. I, I think he is a tremendous player. People are saying he's even bigger now. He might be six nine or six ten. Um, you know, I, I, I would be very hesitant to trade Jonathan Kuminga, but I just get the feeling that they're all in on this year. And he was a non-factor in the playoffs and he wasn't hurt. So they made him a non-factor and they gave him a lot of minutes down the stretch. And then they decided in the playoffs, he didn't know how to play or couldn't fit in, in their system. And, and he's very attractive player. And there's a bunch of teams that would love to have him. Um, And I think the, the lottery after the top two picks is very speculative. And I think teams are looking at this and it's getting time to pick. And they're like, Man, do we want Cam Whitmore? I don't know. Do we, you know, do we want Taylor Hendricks or or Kobe Buffkin? I don't know. Man, it might be just safer to get out of here and get get uh, Jonathan Kuminga. So I I think you know I think um, Indiana, Utah, Dallas, Orlando. I think that you know they're all sitting there seven, nine, ten, eleven. I think one of those teams is probably going to bite and and trade for Kuminga. And for the Warriors' perspective, you know, I saw Joe Lakeup pound the table when Indiana drafted Chris Duarte. Exactly. And he wanted Chris Duarte. Yes, he did. And if they could get Chris Duarte in the seventh pick, I think I would do that. If Dallas would give you JaVale McGee in the tenth pick, I think I would do that. Now, there are people in your chat saying if they take Jordan Hawkins or Grady Dick um, in the lottery – you know, they need to go see a psychiatrist. These are polished players. I mean, Jordan Hawkins won the national championship. Um, he led UConn to the national championship. He comes off a screen and can knock down shots. Grady Dick, Bill Self says, is the best shooter he's ever had um, at Kansas. So, and, and he's had some good ones. So, I mean, I think both those guys are very polished players. If you could add a Grady Dick and Chris Duarte for Jonathan Kuminga. If you could add a Jordan Hawkins and a Chris Duarte or, you know, I mean, I think you could, they're one, 
the, the Warriors are all in on winning this year. So they want to get as polished as, you know, polished players as, as they can. I really believe they'll go with the kid Ben Shepard at 19 because Shepard's exactly what they want. He's a 6'6 two guard who's a senior who's played a lot, but he's only 21. So, you know, he's got that youth on his side and he lit it up in the Chicago pre draft camp and he really showed what a polished player he is. So I just think when Dunleavy said we want guys with who can play basketball, what he's talking about is they don't want just guys who have upside. They, you know, guys, you know, athletes, they want guys who know how to play basketball, high basketball IQ and high skill. And there's a select group of guys that fit that description in this draft. Um, and I think they'll wind up with a couple of them tonight. And I do think they'll wind up moving Kuminga. One, because I think, I think as the, as the lottery, as the, as we get closer to tonight, more teams will sit there and re, and see these lottery picks for what they are, which yeah. is highly speculative. And who knows? There's going to be five or six really bad busts in between three and 15. And everybody who I think all these guys know that. And so they're going to take the sure thing in Kuminga over over the picks. And I think the Warriors have conviction on some of these players. Um to me, if you told me that Mike Dunleavy drafted, uh, drafted Grady Dick, to me, Grady Dick is a lot like Mike Dunleavy. Uh-huh. So um, I, I could definitely see that. Yeah, and, and so much for, for Dunleavy. And again, this is where you just cannot trust what anyone's saying on the, on the podium. Like Dunleavy not, just wasn't even a week ago that he was saying that uh, Jordan Poole's under contract for four years. He was saying positive things about Poole being a part of the future. And then just a few days later, he's gone. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about this because there's a lot to break down in just a moment. i got to give some love to another sponsor of our program, and that's Ibotta, which is a phenomenal way for you to save money while shopping. I mean, groceries, school shopping, you always got to spend money on things. So why not get some cash back when you're doing it? And that's what Ibotta is all about. You can watch while your closet's growing, buying stuff. You can also see your wallet or purse or whatever you're using to hold money grow as well because Ibotta is all about or giving you cash back on every shopping trip. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce, per, uh, personal care, pantry goods. You can link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. And right now Ibotta is offering your listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use the code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, or as Larry and I like to say on this program, LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, that's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store, and use the code LOCKED, that's L-O-C-K. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. Every dayers, there's going to be another show tonight following the NBA draft. The Warriors currently have the number 19 pick, so stay tuned and follow Larry Kruger, my guest for today's show on Twitter at SportsLarryK. Uh, again, though, I mean, this cannot be emphasized enough, in my opinion. This cannot be the final move. Um, I do agree with you, by the way. Chris Duarte, uh, you, know, you and I both saw that clip, man. 
Joe Lacob wanted him. He does not have the best poker face, and he, he revealed it uh, on that draft night two years ago when 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 uh, the Warriors selected Moses Moody. They really wanted Chris Duarte. There's no doubt in my mind or yours, Larry. Uh, so if they trade for him, I don't think that's a surprise. It would not surprise me at all. But the Warriors, in it, as currently constructed, are still a team of hobbits. They're a tiny, diminutive team in a league where the average height is 6'7". The Warriors' starting lineup is shorter than that. Uh, I don't know. I haven't done the math on the whole team yet, but they need size. Chris Paul does not solve that. Chris Paul does bolster your second unit tremendously. Sorry for the dog barking. Uh, but it's it's not the it's not the south for the team being a world champion. Larry, in your opinion, uh, are there what is the you mentioned JaVel McGee and, and trading for the number ten pick where you can get a future asset and a player who can help now. Uh, any other things that that come to mind? Any other players out there you like? Do you think the Warriors are good enough as is? What are your thoughts on the fact that the team still needs to do more uh, beyond just trading for for Chris Paul? Well, you know, it's funny. I They definitely do need to do more. Um, Chris Paul makes, you know, what today was about was um, cleaning up their cap and cleaning up their chemistry and giving them good options. And now I think they're, you know, I, I didn't, when I first heard the trade, I really didn't like it because I don't like trading for old Chris Paul for a right, young, right. young Jordan Poole. But then <laughs> right. if you say to me, um, I mean, there's, there's, there's just, you know, there's a lot more here than meets the eye. Yeah. Um, like, I don't think Bob Myers um, was this guy that everybody loved. I think Bob Myers was fired, you know, essentially fired. Um, they can say, well, we offered him a lot. Yeah, whatever. You know, you say whatever you want, spin it any way you want. You fired him. Um, and, 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 um, and, and, and I, was it, does he, the guy that signed the, the pool deal? Was he the impetus behind that deal? I don't know, but I really believe that they, they, that Joe wanted to move on from Myers. And if he was if Myers was going to come back, he was going to come back with all kinds of restrictions and other people's input. He wasn't going to have any kind of autonomy to create the roster he wants. Neither does Dunleavy. Um, so I think that's what I believe on that. And then on this, I really believe Draymond just went to them and said, you know what? Because think about the timeline on this. There was a like, hey, uh, Poole's going to be traded. Poole's going to be traded. And then all of a sudden, there were some stories out. You know what? Poole might be here for the long term, and Poole's not going anywhere. And then a couple days later, Draymond opts out. I think Draymond and his agents played super hardball and said, no, 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 no. You want us to do a sweetheart deal for you and come back for less than we can get in the free market? That's we want to be here, but we're not cutting you a deal to so we can make twenty five and and Jordan Poole can make twenty seven. Um, I think Draymond leveraged him out, and mm -hmm. I think Kerr helped um, do it as well. And that's that's my belief, and and I'm fine with that because I as I told you, I think Poole's a broken player who loves to do what he's not good at, doesn't love to do what he is good at, and. Um, He's not worth that money. It was a ter I said it at the time, and people were like, oh, my God, you're so negative. I'm like, that was the worst contract I've ever seen. Giving this guy $35 million for Jordan Poole it was terrible. And all these people who are such warrior suck-ups, they're like, well, you know, yeah. what? It was a disastrous contract. And here we are less than a year later, and they had to at attach – three assets to it just to move it 
Right. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, the the number of people that are so far up the Warriors' ass that yes. anything the Warriors do, it's like, oh, they the Bob Myers left on his own. No, he didn't. You know, that Jordan Poole contract's great. No, it wasn't. And and it's like you know, have a little independence, please. I know you there's a lot of people. Much, no, you're right. People are just I, like you know, Joe Lacob won us all these rings. No, he didn't. He bought a team that had Steph Curry. Steph Curry bought you the rings or got you the rings. Joe built the arena. That's what Joe's. <laughs> you want to give Joe credit? He built the arena. Um, and <laughs> Nelly, Nelly is the reason you have Steph. Right. You know what right. I mean, um, not 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 Joe. And you wouldn't have won without you wouldn't have won without Steph. Any of the rings. So enough of this. Joe won us four titles. Joe did not win four titles. That'd be like if that'd be like if Jed York bought the Niners in 1983 with Joe Montana, and and then you're walking around. Jed York won us four Super Bowls. No, Joe Montana won you four Super Bowls. So people just need to stop sucking up to the Warriors and see it for what it is. Um, and this cleans up their cap. It saves Joe millions. A lot, yes. Um, it it, it gives the Warriors an asset in Paul where they can do both. They can compete for a title this year, bring Draymond back, satisfy Steph, satisfy Kerr. A year from now, they can move off of CP3 and make that trade for, you know, as an expiring $30 million deal and pivot to another player. So they've got pivotability on the back end of this thing. Right. Um, and then now it's about they're not done doing moves. I think, I think what you're going to see tonight is you're going to see them emphasize guys who have real skill and there's only a few of them. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll tell you who they are. It's Grady Dick. It's Jordan Hawkins. It's, um, uh, it's Ben Shepard. Uh, it's trace Jackson Davis from Indiana. Um, it's CD Sissoko. Uh, it's Amari Bailey, uh, Seth Lundy from Penn state, Tristan Vukovic, from Serbia. Those are the guys in this draft that have skill. And, and I, I, and I think they're going to add a couple of those guys. And as much as I love Kuminga and I'd be, I'm afraid, afraid of about what he's going to be. I think they're going to move him tonight and, 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 and maybe not, maybe they'll keep him for one more year and let him develop and see what he can do. And I'm okay yeah. with that too. But if you ask me what I think they're going to do, uh, Chris Murray is a guy who's got tremendous skill. Um, I, I think they're going to move off of Kuminga, make a couple picks of young guys that have skill. And I think then it's a matter of, can they get some veterans at the minimum to join the mix? Maybe they can get a Brooke Lopez. Maybe they can well, get and, a Kevin Love. And Larry, um, you bring, sorry to interrupt you, but, but like, no, 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 I literally just, when you said that, it just made me realize that one of the perks of getting Chris Paul is he's going to help you bring in veteran minimum contracts. Like, He's phenomenal when it comes to recruitment. Players love him. And the Warriors, even during the dynasty, they've always struggled to recruit free agents unless you have a Kevin Durant on your roster. I think that helps. Um, no and, and term, yeah, They're like, all like, in he, on winning a title this year. So yes, yes, anybody so, who also is in that mix is probably going to join you. Absolutely. And, and Larry, I've been hearing you talk a lot about Grady Dick. There is no question. You love Dick. Sorry, man. You said <laughs> so. I had to say that. Okay, so uh, real quick, uh, let me... Uh, let me people want Mar- people in the in the in the chat want marketing, and I love marketing as He's well. But I mean, if you can get marketing, 
He's uh, then maybe Dunleavy's uh, an awesome GM. No, I, I I saw that in the chat. I've heard people bring him up. He, the Jazz are not trading. Laurie they're Markin not moving Markin in. Yeah, there's no there's no chance in hell. Uh, I, I want to play a couple sound bites because they're both very pertinent for the show as we start wrapping things up. The first one is a uh, new Warriors GM, Mike Dunleavy Jr. This is what he said just a few days ago about Jordan Poole. But two names that have come up in you know rumor speculation about your team are Jordan Jordan Poole and John the Kaminga. You've been on board when when they came on uh, when they were acquired. What are your just general thoughts of Jordan Poole uh, as his future moving forward, and also on Jonathan Kaminga? We love having those guys here, Jordan, especially with his contract extension. Uh, we plan to have him here for four more years at least, and then Jonathan's. You know what? He's shown really good progression and growth. I think in his first couple of years, unfortunately. That's all I wanted to play. I, I just, just and then and there's one I think more. He, he just misspoke. I think he meant four more days. <laughs> and, then, and there's one more soundbite I want. I want to. I want to play. Uh, and this is from. Um, this was when uh, Steve Kerr was on Draymond Green's podcast. This was not that long ago. And if you read between the lines, you knew just from this segment Jordan Poole was gone. The question remains whether or not Kaminga is gone. But just to rehash, here's what they were, the, the Draymond Green and Steve Kerr were talking about. The huge three in the, you know, in the fourth quarter tonight. And it's like none of those guys on Miami are, are, are sitting there saying, well, I didn't play. Or, man, they put in so-and-so. Like, they're just all about winning. And and you know this from from our our groups that we've had when when you when you have that championship mentality, every guy's bought in. Every guy's just trying to win. Nobody nobody cares about any of that stuff. You don't go into the locker room, you know, saying, "Well, I should have played more." You just you just want to win, and that's the beauty of finding that magic when you have a championship team. Is that everybody's bought in, and it makes the decisions for the coach um really simple you just go with go with your gut and go with whoever's playing well there you go and 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 that was clear it was so that was so transparent the, the moment that was played uh you knew at least Jordan Poole was gone the question still remains about Kaminga uh you know uh, there was a report that the Warriors were shopping him uh and then Anthony Slater yesterday or two days ago came out and said that that report was based largely on what's likely the Pacers really wanting Kaminga makes you wonder why they want Kaminga so bad kind of makes me want to keep him that much more um we're gonna find out a lot tonight I mean the draft is coming up soon um I want to get to a couple of chats here uh just from yeah. earlier uh so 49ers minded who we've both been a guest of on his show great to see you uh writes if we're gonna send picks and players to the Wizards why didn't we just make the move for Porzingis great point my guess is and this is where you know you're limited by Kerr's peculiar peculiarities uh, his pickiness, um, he probably just didn't fit. He, I, I'm guessing it was that simple. Larry, your thoughts on why the Warriors didn't pursue a big like Porzingis, who clearly was available? Joe Lacob likes the $150 million. I mean, it, this is about getting off the money. And now you could have gotten off the money on Porzingis too, I guess. Porzingis has also got an injury history. Maybe he, they didn't feel like. So he, small, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I know. Yeah. But 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 I told you, Paul's got a deal at the end where you can move him and right. take nothing back, and the, the the team that gets him can just have no connection to the money. You know, maybe that was part of it. Maybe it's about um, replacing the skill set of Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole's a one-two, so you got the one today in in Paul, and um, it makes you a smarter basketball team. He's all in on winning. And now I really believe tonight is going to be about getting the two. 
Yeah. Um, and I, I really think he, the guys who can shoot the rock are really going to be um, coveted tonight. And I, I, I personally, I, I, I really expect the Warriors to wind up with, you know, some some added skill out of this. And I really think if they stay at 19, Shepard's their guy. I really think if they move Kuminga, it will be Dick or, or Hawkins. Um, uh, I really, I, you know, and then I love this kid Vukovic in round two, who I see a lot of Dirk Nowitzki in. I see a, a little bit of Jokic in. I mean, I see a seven-footer with a buttery release, kind of like Clay Thompson. He shoots it up high, and he, it's a beautiful shot. I mean, he doesn't play D, but he's a perfect stretch four. He wants yep. to come to the NBA. He doesn't want to be stashed in Europe. He wants to come in right away. They miss Bielitsa a little bit in that big man to play with um, you know, to play with Draymond and Looney, who gives them a perimeter player and stretches the floor. And I think Kuminga is moving because of what Kerr said there. I think I think Kuminga was worried about his own minutes. And in the Warriors world, that's probably reprehensible. And if they can turn Kuminga into Dallas's 10th pick and JaVale McGee, I think they may do it. I think if they can turn him into Duarte and the Pacers picked, I think they may do it. And I think Kuminga may be able to fetch that. Yeah. You know, you've been, and, and I love what you said. And I, love on your show last, and I love what you said on your show last night about the Warriors maybe trading down because the, the next two years, and Kristen Peake was on the show a couple weeks ago and she said this, and I've seen a lot of other reports as well because I am not an expert when it comes to future drafts and all that stuff. But I've read from multiple sources that, from multiple reports, that the draft is going to be thin the next two years and that this year is a deep draft that a lot of teams are capitalizing on as evident by the Nuggets making a trade to get extra picks. And I love your idea of the Warriors maybe actually trading down and getting two or three uh, late first round, you know, second round picks who can contribute right away. Uh, and Vukovic is one player who could do that. I mean, he's not a raw individual. He, he might be for he's a seven footer. I'm sure he has negatives. Maybe he's not the greatest defender, but I saw that. I saw the clips. I agree with you, man. There's a lot of potential there with There's him. A lot of talent. And everyone there. I've spoken to about Vukovic, who's who like studies the draft, studies prospects. None of them have anything negative to say. I think it's just he's falling that low because he played in Serbia. People are unfamiliar with him. There isn't a lot of tape. There isn't a lot of of you know uh, scout scouting reports to to base an evaluation on. He might turn into something great. I'm with you on there. Uh, he, he ain't smiley geech. I'll just say that. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and let me just that. say this too. There's one other avenue to this trade that has to be mentioned is that I really believe that, you know, there were guys like Iguodala who were th suggesting that the Warriors weren't all in on helping Steph get that ring. I think Chris Paul is a statement that from the ownership to the players, we're all in on Steph getting that ring. Yes. And yes. I think Draymond now will come back for less and it will create a culture that will influence Clay Thompson to come back for less. And that that culture, if everybody's getting theirs and Poole's making a ton, why am I taking less if I'm Clay Thompson? I got way more cred than he does. But if you move Poole on, you reset your books, Draymond takes less. Now you've changed the culture. Now maybe Clay takes quite a bit less and works it out, and they go to the finish line with all three. You're great call, man. You're right. There is a lot of nuance to this trade in terms yeah, of positives. a lot of nuance. Uh, you know, the, the 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 fact that the Warriors could, in theory, have a, a trade exception next year with with Chris Paul's final year, they he could they could he could opt in, and then you trade that deal, and he gets something back for him a year from now. Uh, I, I like that idea, and I also like the fact that this smooths things over with the veterans, so that they can maybe come back for more cap friendly deals. 
Um, I'm totally with you. Ken Mamba, I, we didn't get to you. I saw your chats. Uh, this is not a show for talking about who the Warriors can get for veteran minimum deals. We'll cover that extensively with future shows. Um, but not Brooke Lopez. Robin Lopez would be more realistic, uh, just to answer your question, though. And last but not least, we'll follow up on this. Subscribe to The Krug Show. Uh, follow Larry Kruger on all social media platforms at Sports Larry K. Do yourself a favor and do me a favor. That's that's the, the famous line from uh, Pascal, <laughs> right? Pascal Sausages. That, 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 you're Pasquale, that's also. right. Pasquale, Pasquale uh, from yeah. the New York style Italian sausage. <laughs> Thank you. Larry, thanks, man. Uh, we'll be back at this again tonight. Take yes. care, everyone. Peace out. Later. <laughs> all right, brother. That was awesome, man. Oh, wait. That was good. We hit a bunch yeah, of we hit a bunch of